0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to this brand new podcast as we move into part three on the art of conflict management. For those of you just joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the first two. We are approaching this from many different angles and we're going to provide you with multiple skill sets and tools and ways and angles of looking at conflict um, and, and hopes to provide you and equip you with the ability to stay cool under pressure and s- resolve conflicts without having a lot of regrets, turmoil, and destruction in your wake. <laughs> and nowadays, that's a, a really critical skill. So let's dive right into where we left off. Yesterday, we talked about active listening, but there's a little bit more to the active listening that I think is really key. And I believe it's an element of emotional intelligence. And really, uh, for those of you who have never done a study on emotional intelligence, it's basically being intelligent about your emotions. Um, and it's, it's, it's also being able to uh, stop long enough to reflect and think about how the other person may be feeling in the moment, being sensitive to that. Being aware of one's own emotions as well, so paying attention to your your emotional state, so that you realize if you're being triggered, you're going to have to rethink or reframe in a moment's notice, um, and and paying attention to your ability to remain calm and in self control. Now, obviously, I plan on offering you some hacks for that. I did started with a few hacks yesterday, um, in our uh, our. Uh, episode. Uh, But today I want to continue moving through some basic understanding of what it is to be emotionally intelligent when you're in a conflict situation. So um, it's easier to communicate with people when you try to, to see it through their eyes, but also try to come in unbiased. So in other words, even if you know the person or you're assuming things about the the individual or the situation, it doesn't mean you're right. So you have to go in with a ho- an open heart and you have to represent that. And the active listening that we shared yesterday is a great piece to use with this alongside of this. In fact, using the two together is incredibly effective. Even if that's where I ended the series, you would have a whole lot of tools to use, uh, especially if you do a study on emotional intelligence. And I would encourage that you do. There are many books out there. Um, I know Travis Bradbury's written a book. Dan Goldman has written a book. And there's a lot of other materials on it. I know I have put out a couple of of uh, 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 series on emotional intelligence years ago when I started out the the podcast. Uh, So you could go back and look at my material. You can look up somebody else's. I know if you even type in emotional intelligence on a a search engine or maybe on YouTube, you can pick up a lot of videos on it and learn an awful lot about how to manage yourself well. But this requires that we're also very patient in realizing that as, as, as kind and as calm as we stay and as much as we practice active listening that conflict may or not may or may not be able to resolve in an instant okay uh, especially the ones that are very um, volatile uh, where there's a lot of sensitive emotions involved and where perhaps there's more than one person involved so we are we are going to have to go into it not only unbiased but willing to give it some time if it requires that so if, if things are getting escalated, you've got to be able to walk away or maybe bring in a third party that can listen. I know uh, when I worked in leadership, oftentimes we would do that. We would have somebody come in and kind of mediate that. Um, there are people out there that actually do mediation for a living. I know one. Um, if you are uh, anywhere near me, I, you know Kathy Beatty is, is a professional mediator, and I would highly recommend her. But there are others out there. That could also be recommended as a mediator or just someone that you trust and you feel as a person of integrity who is unbiased, who could step in and help you with that situation. Uh, but it's important to keep in mind that if it can't be solved right away, you're going to have to take time to listen, dissect, maybe take some notes, come back as many times as needed until there's some sort of resolution. Now, please understand, resolution doesn't mean it's you win, I lose, or I win and you lose, or whatever. It it just means you come to some sort of a compromise. And that can only come through what we've mentioned so far, the emotional intelligence, the active listening, the potential mediation, and the willingness to be patient and unbiased. Okay, so we're kind of building on this whole topic and there's a lot involved. And, you know, maybe you feel overwhelmed. But please don't. Because I'm going to give you uh, not only this this basic common sense advice. And I want you to start taking notes. I always recommend that you take some notes. And go back and listen if you need to. But I'm also going to give you some specific hacks and steps that you can take to move in this direction. Now, there's one other thing I need to say before I close out today. Because I have a lot more to offer you yet. All right? Um, and that is that when it comes to learning how to communicate under pressure to deal with conflict situations, it, you're going to slip and fall. It's, it's going to happen. This is something that has to be practiced and learned. And it takes a very intentional effort to do it. Okay, um, so So don't be too impatient with yourself either as you learn how to do this. Obviously, you want to make every effort to succeed, but if you don't solve it in one day or two days or even a week, don't get discouraged. Just keep trying. Keep reading the right books, listening to the right resources, You know, going back and retrying some of these things or doing some exploring in emotional intelligence like I had mentioned. But don't give up because you literally have what you're trying to do is you're trying to evolve the old mindsets which are neural networks that have wired in for perhaps even years, even decades of your life because no one ever really necessarily taught you how to manage conflict and and if you remember at the very first series I had mentioned that a lot of us don't learn how to manage conflict in our youth Uh, it's not classes that are taught so you're going to have to also be patient with yourself as you learn this don't beat yourself up so much just learn to get back up and say okay what can I do different the next time and maybe even do some journaling on this this is going to be a journey and a process but I want to help you as much as I can so stay with me as we come back tomorrow for some more this is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Never give up reaching higher. Thank you for joining.